Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. plans to take us out, but no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And I mentioned this to some of you before, but he is a walking, talking miracle. And you're going to hear the testimony firsthand. He's never shared this before to any other men. He shared it once at a camp to a couple of young kids. Well, that was the G-rated version. Get ready for the R-rated version, because this is real, man. Come on. Let's give it up for Coach Rodney Thiessen. Oh, my heart's pounding. Okay, uh, so yeah, my name is Rodney, and I've served at this church for nine plus years now with uh, Mr. Jared, Coach DJ, and a couple other yahoos in here too. Um, Now, serving in this church, I have learned many things and uh, received blessings and opportunities that I couldn't even imagine. I even met my wife here. And as men, we all have blessings, we all have opportunities, we learn things about ourselves with abilities, capabilities, and some of the stuff is really fun, it's really cool, but there's also uh, responsibilities to some of these things. And as men, we can struggle with this one thing, and I'm going to talk to you guys about forgiveness. And I think just about all of us in this room maybe right now, or you did, or you're going to, forgiveness is something that we can struggle with. Now, maybe you all are going through that right now, or you went over that bridge already, and God promoted you. Now, I know in the Bible, we can find the word forgive or forgiveness in so many places. Now, for this story, I don't know if anybody has gone through anything similar to what I went through. I don't know if it'll shake you or scare you or make you cry? I don't know. Just a heads up. But this is how it went down. So on July 21st of this year, it was a hot Thursday evening, uh, myself, Pastor Matt here, and Coach Vince, wherever he is at, we decided to go for an evening motorcycle ride and meet up with a friend on the very edge of town out by Rosedale. We were headed east. I'm up front, Coach Vince is right back here, we're staggered, and Pastor Matt's there in the back, when a speeding vehicle going west uh, had something going on. And I'll get to that in just a minute, I'm going to put it in park, so put it in park, done, okay. <laughs> I want to leave you on your toes a little bit. Now, when someone has wronged you in some way, your mind can, it can go all, all over the place. We can get angry, quick, or short-tempered, whatever. Or if you're like me, who looks like you're not doing anything, <laughs> people will surround you and be like, what are you doing? Don't you want to go out there and, you know, you know boots to the ground, uh, stop mud holes, walk them dry, and get justice or whatever? No. I learned that there's a difference between justice and vengeance. And, well, check this out. Vengeance doesn't belong to me 
or you guys, it belongs to the Lord. Now, in the Bible, in the book of Luke, when Jesus was on trial, in chapter 23, verses 10 to 11, it says this. The chief priests and teachers of the law were standing there vehemently mocking and accusing him. I don't know what vehemently means, but it sounds serious. <laughs> then Herod and his soldiers ridiculed and mocked him. And they put this robe on him and sent him back to Pilate. Now, in the book of Mark, chapter 15, 17 to 19, like other parts of the gospel that talk about this trial, color the whole thing in a more vivid way. We get a really clear picture of what Jesus went through, the pain he experienced, and he didn't even do anything wrong. But I encourage you all to read it for yourselves. So like I said, Jesus didn't do anything wrong, and he went through the pain of being mocked, humiliated, beaten. He even got spat on. Um, but just like Jesus, he didn't seek vengeance. Or, you know, it doesn't say anywhere that he would say things like, oh, you're going to get it, or whatever, just wait. Things like that. He, he knew he had a responsibility, and part of that was forgiveness even when it seems impossible or just useless. Now, sometimes we can feel like forgiveness is a nice idea or just a reach that's, ah, ah maybe I'll forgive tomorrow. But again, in Luke 23, verse 34, while Jesus was being both prepped for the cross and being nailed to the cross, he was able to say this. It says, Father, forgive them, they don't know what they're doing. Now, show me where it says that Jesus struggled, fought, or begged, or whatever to try and get out of it. He knew he had a responsibility. Okay, now we're going to put it in drive. Okay, so this is how it went down. We crossed the tracks on Yale Road, going east. And we're about... We're about in the middle from the railroad tracks to Wildcat and Wild Roundabout and everything like that. And it's basically like this. We're riding. You know, nice. We're having fun. And at the last possible second, a vehicle does this. Right in front of us. And uh, I remember flying off the bike, which I don't recommend. Uh, I remember hearing someone yell... And, man, that hurt. So what happened was a young and impaired driver and a couple of buds, they were having a competition by taking turns to see who could drive from one place to another and back again with the fastest time. They even took it up another level and monitored their own speed. And guess what? The speed was shown Right before impact. Does we have a guess anywhere? 100? <laughs> Some cheeky monkey over there says, says a number. It's, he's correct. It was, it, the last number shown was 142 kilometers. And we're going no more than 70 kilometers. So that's a combined speed of way too fast. <laughs> So they're doing this whole thing, and as they're doing this, 
the driver sees a couple of headlights coming this way of motorcycles, and he has a bright idea of telling his friends, he says, watch this, I'm going to hit these guys. Boom. And it happens so fast. So I get hit, I fly off the bike, um, and then with the impact vehicle hitting, the, hitting my bike, it caused the vehicle to go back into their lane. And then while this all happened, Coach Vince was off his bike, loses it in the ditch, fractures his ankle, and Pastor Matt was lucky enough to you know, hit the brakes hard enough, lay the bike down, and just walk away bruised. And, uh, but for me, it was a little bit of a different story. So I ended up in the ditch with tall grass, thank you, Jesus, nice cushy place, Right? So from quick and sudden to not lying still in the ditch, and it hurt so bad. Now, I remember Pastor Matt calling my name. It's dark, so we couldn't really see. But he found me, and he came over down in the ditch, and he's checking me over because he has first aid experience. And then I remember all I could do is this at the moment, just move this arm. So he's checking me over, and then... Uh, out of nowhere, this, uh, this guy comes over. He's a biker, but he was a paramedic at the same time. So he does the assessment. He does the you know, official assessment. He's checking you know, he, you know, the, the hips, the pelvis, any internal bleeding, things like that. And at the same time, Pastor Matt, he's over by my head, so I'm lying here. Pastor Matt's right here by my head, holding me, my head still. And he says, okay, I'll, I'll, I'm going to say a prayer over Rodney. You know, biker, he's over here doing the assessment, and he looks over at him, gets, get this, says, now's not the time. <laughs> I'll, I'll just do it quietly. No, not, now's not the time. But he finishes assessment, and then he gets up out of the ditch, and then right away, Pastor Matt, like a load of shotgun, starts praying like crazy. And, and, Man, there were so many different firefighters and paramedics. One of them I even recognized and called him out by name from the ditch, and it scared the pants off of him because he thought there was a dead guy talking. And uh, yeah, there were so many mosquitoes in the ditch, and all I could do was this. <laughs> the firefighter felt bad for me, and he's like, okay, I'll give you some spray and all this and that. And then the one, one paramedic says, what hurts? Left hand, left knee, left foot. Okay, and the next guy comes in. What hurts? Left hand, left knee, left foot. If I had a dollar for every time someone asked me what hurts, left hand, left knee, left foot. But even in the ambulance, halfway over to the hospital, they kept asking me. But uh, so I broke my left hand in a bunch of places. And uh, I got a plate put in right here. I messed up my left knee here. Three lacerations that they had to do twice because they couldn't get all the grass out of it. I messed up my shin, broke my foot in a couple of places. You wouldn't even be able to tell, but I even fractured my face right across here. I had to eat soup for 10 days. And, you know, you, know, you break your face, I guess you have a lot of blood loss too. I don't know. Something new. I never had stitches. I never broke a bone, but it all happened in one night. And uh, it's, it's, 
it's not traumatic, but it's interesting to think back of what happened, to, uh, you know, at, during that night. Now, after all that damage that Young and Empire driver did to the care and attention I got from the Abbotsford Hospital, by the way, anybody here from Abbotsford? You have an awesome hospital. Yeah. <laughs> Lying, not lifelessly, but, you know, still pretty still. Uh, recovering in the hospital, uh, watching Elvis videos and ch church videos online, I still chose to forgive. You know, even though I didn't know 100% of what the story was, of what happened, how it happened, I just figured, you know what, I'm just going to lie in the hospital here. I got better things to think about. And it drove some people crazy because I just lied there just with a big smile. I'm like, I'd rather be happy and forgive than to hold on, right? Right? So... Maybe some of you are familiar with this. I'm going to get into it in just a second, but I've always thought about this, even before the crash. It was, if I were to die, and I had anger or whatever with me, I can't take that into heaven. What the heck am I going to do? I'm just going to let it go. So in the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, some of you know where this is going, verse 26 to 27, it says, in your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you're still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Now, if we go down a few verses to verse 31 and 32, it says, be kind and compassionate to one another. Forgiving each other. Yeah, forgiving each other. Just as in Christ, God forgave you. How do you do that? After you, you could have gone through the worst experience of your life, and you go, how in the world am I going to forgive and move on? That's not easy. How do we apply this in our own lives day to day to learn how to forgive, why to forgive? Well, God gave us his word for an example. It's called the Bible, and we can read it from Exodus all the way to Revelation, the word forgive and forgiveness. There's so many stories about forgiveness. It's crazy. So after about 10 days in the hospital, with many visits from the church family, thank you, uh, I was discharged from the hospital, and I got to go home. Now, I spent, I spent time recovering, rolling around in a wheelchair, watching Seinfeld and online church videos, see Elvis to Seinfeld, whatever. I still felt no anger or hatred. Now, by this point, I learned more of the story, what happened. Then I was able to go back to church one evening. I was strong enough to, you know, hop my way out of the basement. And I loved it. Then just one day before the evening service started, Pastor Matt pulled my wife and I aside and said, Hey, the father of the guilty party is going to attend tonight. Should we... Are you okay? Like, what should we do? Are you anxious? Or are you upset? Are you okay if he comes? Yeah, of course, let him come. Because I don't, I don't want to go to church angry. I want to go to church to worship. But I really respect that you uh, were, you know, you're lucky enough for me. We're brothers, right? 
So I wasn't anxious or upset or nothing. None of you arrived. Now, at the same time, I didn't know this, but my parents also arrived. Now, I don't know what kind of parent you might be, but if something happens to your child, you, you, you go a bounty hunter on them, right? So I didn't know what would happen if my parents found out that he was here. I'm, not, I'm just, you know, God, you take care of it. I'm going to do my, I'm going to do, God, you do that. <laughs> and then at the end of, of the message, Pastor Matt does an awesome job of doing this. He preaches the gospel. And at the end of every message is a time of salvation, prayer, and healing. Now, someone came to me. I was sitting in a wheelchair right there where Mr. Rick is sitting. I was in the wheelchair. And then somebody came up to me and said, hey, so-and-so wants to, wants to talk to you. Okay, sure. It was the father of the guilty party, and he came to ask for forgiveness on his son's behalf. I already had my hand up before he even finished talking. And I shook his hand, and he looked me dead in the eyes, just like that. He couldn't believe it. I said to him, I said, it's okay. It's okay. That left him speechless. But what left me speechless was that my dad comes. He shakes his hand too. When you see your dad or your mom or uncle or grandpa set examples like that for you, you never forget it. Never forget it. So I want to remind you that just like forgiveness set me free, it'll set each and every one of you free as well. And I encourage you all to read about forgiveness in the Bible, not just read it, learn how to apply it in your own lives. Why? Because it's our responsibility as men. So my takeaway is this. It's kind of like what I said before. You can't bring hatred into heaven. Why hold on to it now? Thank you for tuning in today and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.